0: Welcome out Hello. there to The Conversation, uh, where every week we get together and we talk about matters of our faith, matters of our religion, um, and we just have a conversation. Um, uh, I'm Todd Brown, and this is Rick Coop, uh, and we have these conversations a lot. Yep. Just Sometimes we invite you guys, uh, and sometimes we pile up a bunch of information, uh, and we have thoughts about it but really we want you to be involved if you if you have a thought don't wait just write it down uh type it out here for us and let us know i promise we'll get back to you um this week what we're talking about um, is a weird one to me that it's a controversial thing but it kind of is um and that is uh christianity and the environment or I guess environmentalism,
1: or mm-hmm.
0: uh, are you a tree hugger, or yeah. uh, do you just not care about the environment at all? Or and it's a weird one to me that Christians when, when stand you and in I've weird spots. First started
1: talking about this. One of the things that went to my mind, and it's probably where I'm at with you know, is that we have a responsibility as Christians, to take care of this creation that the Lord's given us. Yeah, well. You know, we all have a responsibility. Everybody doesn't share that opinion. Yeah. (laughs) But the other part of it is that there's this, it it seems like there's this dividing line between, yeah, you know, the people who want to take care of things and then the people who are like, yeah, like you said, tree hugger or or the people who want to, you know, stop a traffic on a highway or throw fake blood on a building or... Or put nails in yeah, trees yeah. so that the lumberjacks get hurt yeah. because of their right. equipment breaking. Right. And, and oh. we're
0: not talking
1: about that. Yeah. You know, there, there's extremism in everything.
0: In everything. Um,
1: what we're talking about, it, it, the thing that went to my mind, came to my mind instantly, um, you... I don't remember. Were you you in scouting at all? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember how they used to teach us leave the area better, at least as well or better than what you found? Right. If you brought it in, take it out. Yeah. All uh, that stuff. When I was in the service, we used to call it policing the area. Mm -hmm. That's what they called it in scouts for me. We'd make it it look better than it was when we left. Todd and Jim, you're policing the area tonight. Right right that's what we're talking about taking care of things cleaning the area <laughs> yeah taking care of it leaving it better than what we found uh hikers that's that's kind of a motto that they have camp you know people who camp uh i, I like camping i enjoy camping a lot but one of the things that campers you hear campers talk about is leave it better than than what you found mm-hmm. it you know so that's what we're talking about right uh keeping it being better and and i think that as christians we have a responsibility to do so yeah um whether we they we spend so much time thinking about um salvation and you know taking care of it but part of who we are part of our makeup is being people who care for the creation that God's given us Uh Uh, and I think sometimes we miss that point as Christians.
0: Um, When you, I think there are people who are watching who would find it hard to believe that there are Christians who are against environmentalism or Mm. against taking care of the planet or think it's a, um, or think that people who do are wackos or mm-hmm. people who are worrying about something you don't need to worry about. Have you ever run into that? Do you, have you ever run into people who, who have that kind of attitude about it or is it? Um,
1: Josh, uh, to me, that's kind of a, a mouthful question That's I think that I have ran into people who feel like that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, 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 I'm i kind of in this area here, Todd. We have a responsibility to take care of it. I, I, I love living out in the county. Yeah. And when I see uh, woods being taken down there, I, I lived in an area where they were doing some, uh, taking care of some lumber and, and I first heard that they were just going to remove um, some of the dead trees and use some of those, and then, then it was going to be to just certain kinds of trees. Well, now that that whole area is of woods is gone. Now, as somebody who loves the county, as somebody who's been a hunter, as somebody who I really dig trees. I mean, I, yeah. trees are fascinating oh, to yeah. me. Oh uh, yeah. That was sad to see that go. It it kind of it was upsetting for me to see it and and I thought well and there was also some word that we're going to take this out but then we're going to plant some new stuff in there well it's like seven years later and nothing's been planted you know Oopsie. and I'm going oh, to get to that yeah and I'm <laughs> thinking uh, that that was disturbing you know here's some more gone yeah and so that, it bothered me yeah. Um, did it bother me to the point that I wanted to go, you know, burn the equipment? Chain yourself yeah, to a tree? Or, yeah, or, yeah, right. <laughs> no, um, no, and I and I think that that's a radical thought, and I and I do worry about some people taking that that the extreme. There. Yeah. There are um,
0: people who prefer, a tr- literally, not kidding, people who worry more about the health of a tree. Yeah. Than they worry about a human. Yeah. Like yeah. they would literally blow someone up for cutting down trees. And they go, "Hey, wait a minute, slow down! Yeah, yeah. Whoa, come here, bud. Yeah. Let's let's bring this down a notch." I guess How- what I'm what I'm driving at with people who are, and I, and I bring it up at the beginning because I think I that there's a lot more material and conversation room around people who around why we should than yeah. there is why we shouldn't. But we mm-hmm. do need to give space to the why we shouldn't. And um, I was uh, one of the things that got me started on this whole conversation is reading a book recently about um, uh, about uh, it's called Surprised by Hope by N T Wright, and he's talking about this idea of what modern Christians think of when they think of the end of days, or when they think of what happens when you die. What happens? Mm. What's the next thing? Mm -hmm. And one of the things he talks about is, is people who your theology will, will frame your feelings on the environment. And one of the things he talks about is if you think that you're just here for a short period of time and then you're going to die and you go to heaven and that's where you're at for the rest of days, for eternity, you're in heaven, Mm -hmm. you're not here. If that's what you think then why am I worried about here? This Mm. is a short-term gig. Mm -hmm. I'm out. And no matter what we do with here, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's all gonna be destroyed anyway. Uh, When Jesus appears in the eastern sky with the trumpet blow, we're all gonna go with him Mm -hmm. and go to heaven. And, And his point is, hey, you got to read the rest of the book. Sure, yeah. Because when you get to the end, guess where we're going to be? Yep. On earth. Yep. It'll be a new heaven and a new earth. But we're going to be living on earth. So learning to take care of earth and being with earth and loving earth and taking care of it you better get good at it Sure. because this is where you're spending eternity so his point was your theology matters so for those who say this is a short term gig we're out I don't care you're, you're loving the creation over the creator mm-hmm. um, his point is well okay but this is where you're going to spend eternity if, sure. if you believe this book this is where you're going. So.
1: I think, and here's, I'm not saying I've got it all nailed down. Or well, anything, we certainly
0: but, don't. We wouldn't be talking to right.
1: <laughs> but I think that, first of all, I think that the resources that we have here on earth, God gave us to use. Mm-hmm. I absolutely I believe that he gave us the yep. wood to build yep, yep, I believe yep. he gave us the stones to make the concrete I believe that you know the water is here to drink and have fish in it and we you know reap the harvest of the fish and I, I believe that God put together this creation for us to use Yeah. but I also believe that he put together this creation for us to use wisely and to care for and to cultivate Uh, and I think the people who understand that most are are farmers every year they've got they've got this season that they go through there's a season okay here's the songs already in my mind you know (laughs) (laughs) but they've got this time to plant you know, mm-hmm. and and they're using the ground to do so, and they've taken care of the ground, and they've they've tilled the soil, and they've you know done everything. If they have to add you know whatever to it, uh, the, the you know lime dust, or if they have to have fertilizer, or, and they've cared for it, and then so now they've planted, and then the next thing they do is they watch the 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 planting grow and they do what they need to do to take care of that and then comes the harvest and they and then the season starts off but it's a constant caring for the land and and i think we all have that responsibility to care for whatever whatever resources we might be using whether it's you know gas or coal or 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 wood or whatever, we have a responsibility to use it wisely that means we use it but we use it to its best you know and and I think we need to be dedicated to that I I'm not an advocate of you know well we just don't use coal anymore at all yeah I, I think it's here um, but I'm also I and I get I hate to be a fence-sitter I've never liked to be a fence-sitter but um, so you see these wind turbines out, you know, and people were, you know, I I, I kind of think they're cool, and I, it's free resource, it's a renewable resource. So is the, you know, with the uh, solar panels, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like it. We've got the technology to use it. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, if it cuts back on some of those stuff, great. But that doesn't mean we have to get, you know, just stop using everything else. You know, yeah. we. It, it seems to me that. Uh, and people who get lumber, um, it seems to me that the smart business practice for a successful company that's that's doing that is this section we cut, this section we've planted, this section is growing, this section we're taking care of, and it just seems to be a constant, yeah. you know, yeah, and. and I think that we as Christian people have a responsibility to do that in all of of what the earth has given us. Yeah. Uh, as now let me rephrase that. In all of what God has given us through the resources on the earth.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, renewable you yeah. we'll call it renewable energy, renewable sure. resources. Yeah. Um, so To give, I always want to make sure that we we slow down and get some people on the bus who maybe don't even know what we're talking about. Sure. When we say what God gave us, when you if if you haven't read it, you, you need to go back and and just start with the Genesis story. Absolutely. Genesis Absolutely. one. Yep. yep. Through yep. Genesis two, and it walks through exactly what we're talking about. And and it starts with. In the beginning, God uh, created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. Okay, so we, we got we got a blank slate here, Lord. Mm-hmm. He created a he created a, a, the the universe, everything in it, all the stuff, the solar system. That's all here. It mm-hmm. exists. Did it take him seventy-five bajillion years or three days? I don't know. Yeah. It's there. Right. Um, But then he starts, as far as I'm concerned, what it seems like to me is then he starts making it for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just had a new grandson, and my daughter and her husband set up a room just for Jack.
1: Exactly.
0: And it's made for Jack. It's yeah. got Jack stuff, and yep. it's going to be, they're going to continue to change that environment for Jack, mm-hmm. okay? So, he creates the earth. Anyway, he, he creates. I, I think I it's he, a great he, point he, that you he creates, talking about. Yeah, he creates plants. Yep. He creates animals. He creates water. Yep. He, he creates an atmosphere that covers the earth, that um, protects the earth and the things in it. Um, He sets up this place. Move it a little bit more towards the sun, we're fried. Move a little bit farther from the sun, we're froze to death. It all doesn't work. He puts it right in the right place for us. I don't know if he did it someplace else for some other living creature. I don't know. Not my business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that to the boss. Mm -hmm. But he created this for us. But when he got through with setting up the environment, it says... Um, let us create man in our image, male and female. Let us create them. Um, and uh, and then it walks through, and God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Uh, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule, the, rule over the fish of the sea and the mm-hmm. birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it uh, when they uh, when they will be yours for food and to and to all of the beasts of the earth and all of the birds of the air and all of the creatures that move on the ground everything that has breath of life in it i give every green plant for food and it was so, and God saw what he was, what he had made, and it was very good. Mm-hmm. And there was evening, and there was morning, and the sixth day. Yep. You can interpret that however you want to, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a Nazarene. <laughs> you Uh-oh. do with that what you want, right? <laughs> yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, you can make that a fable, you can make that a literal story, you can whatever, dude. doesn't mm-hmm. change what happened. Mm-hmm. Whether it's literal or it's a fable or it's a poem or it's an Iron Age man's beautiful interpretation of what occurred. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Same result. God said, I put you on the perfect ball Mm -hmm. in the midst of my universe that has all the stuff. That you need. Like my new grandson Jack's bedroom. It's got all the stuff. They even got a little thingy now that they put on their ankle that attaches to their phone that tells them whether or not he's breathing and whether he's moving and doing well. Wow. The way we did that was was drawn to lay in bed with her hand in yeah. the bassinet. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, so th- so there's a
1: great point yeah. right there. So things have advanced since yeah. our kids oh, were A little, little bit. You know, um, the, the, the monitors that they have. You oh, know, yeah. if, we, if you wanted to know... You, you and get your butt out check. of bed and yeah. go in there and look at it. Now, now you've got the, the monitors. So, with the advance, uh, the advance, advance, ad, advance, of technology, we have the ability to have more renewable resources. Yep. Use it. That's great. Right. He gave us wisdom. You right. know, he gave us knowledge to be able to do these things. And I think we really should, should use them. Does, does that, that us negate everything it
0: else? No, it I don't think it does. But he put us in charge of it. I guess mm-hmm. what I'm driving at with the with the Genesis story is he he said, "Guys, I, I here's the did. deal. Yeah, this is yours yep. now. If you break your toys, you broke your toys, honey. You can come there tell Dad, and I, I'm a hurting for you. Yeah. I hate that you did that." But you broke that, honey. You yep. did. Now, well, you're going to have to figure something else out. There's a consequence for what goes through. So, he didn't say, and I'm just going to fix everything you break. Right. He said, yours. These are your fish. These are yours. These are yep. your animals. These are your seeds. This is your earth. This is your stuff. You take care of it. Yep. Now, there's a, luckily, <laughs> at that point, and maybe we're hitting the edges of, there's enough of it. Mm-hmm. The, you can screw it up and it really mm-hmm. you can go I messed up that patch I can go over here but part of the whole deal is take care of it
1: and, and isn't it great before we go any further though before I say what I'm about to say I also saw uh, Psalm one fifteen sixteen, mm-hmm. where it says the heavens are the heavens of the Lord but the earth he has given to the sons of men it's ours it's it's your it's do yours. With, do do with it. Do with it what you need to do with it. I, I gave it to you so that so that your room Yeah. So that Jack's room has everything that Jack is gonna need. Yeah. Uh, but someday Jack's gonna get uh, grow and he's going his parents are gonna see to it that the room grows with him, that Jack's world expands, and I believe that as we grow in wisdom our world's gonna expand. But the basic the basics are still there. Still there. And we need to take care of those basics. And if we don't then then there's an issue <laughs> with it. Um, and I think it's great that God in his wisdom has created a world gosh, I, I don't know if I'm gonna say this right. I hope I get the point. That kind of knows how to take care of itself.
0: That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah. It,
1: it, it, I, and I'm glad you said that because you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That it has a way of adjusting and renewing and and look, you, you, you may think you're Mr. Big Stuff, but this was... You forget, I'm the one who created the room. Yeah. So I know how to take care of the room because I was there since... The first paint drop
0: yeah.
1: and you may you may think that you've got it all figured out but you don't so I think it's cool that God has created this thing that knows how to
0: it's self-healing
1: yeah it's, itself it's out.
0: regenerating yeah it's self-maintaining mm-hmm if we disappeared tomorrow, <laughs> I was just going to say that. If we disappeared tomorrow, yeah, it would be like, oh, that was weird. Yeah.
1: Those guys were only here for
0: X number of years. Yeah. Next, and I yeah. don't, now, my theistic viewpoint is that it was created for us, but I think that's a point in time. Yeah. And I don't, think it will, I don't think it would go on without us. In other words, I don't think that the ultimate plan... I believe in the, re- the regeneration mm-hmm. of life and the regeneration of this earth at a time and point when God decides that. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I do believe that if, if this whole human experiment was over and humans were gone... This earth would just, as Robin Williams put it, when Mother Nature is done with this, she's going to go, and just walk on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a thing for her. Um, it's, But it's self-generating. It's self-repairing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's... I hear people say sometimes, why would God create a planet or create a, a being or create beings that have... Or allow to have these problems to which I say God created a place and a people that are affected by what you do mm-hmm. in the short term but are not affected by what you do in the long term it's self-healing it's mm-hmm. self-correcting it will adjust and um, I really, really, really wish I could remember the name of this fella. Uh, in fact, it's so important to me that I'd be able to remember that I'm actually going to go looking. I'm listening to a gentleman speak right now, um, who uh, is who is an intelligent design scientist, um, and I want to give him. I want to give him proper. His name is Stephen C. Meyer. Okay. And he's a he is a scientist who is speaking about intelligent design. Um, and one of the things that he points out is you know is this thing is self-correcting, this thing is self-adjusting, it's self-maintaining, it's going to move forward. But one of the things that one of the things that for him pointed to he calls it a theistic point of view, uh, a creator. Mm-hmm. Um, is the fact that there have been moments there are moments in science that they cannot explain where there was a correction Um, there was a correction in um, the cosmos in gravity, in the way that things were built Hmm. Um, and you can't explain that Mm -hmm. without having a a creator without having someone who's watching over the whole thing so my point is um, that there is um, that this thing is self-correcting it's self-adjusting mm-hmm. it's it's um it's someone who loves me who keeps calling me <laughs> <laughs> um it, it's self-correcting it's self-motivating it's self-moving forward so to me that's the ultimate god a god mm-hmm. who creates something that's that is perfect in the human sense, in other words, would never need self-correcting, would never need self-maintaining, would never need uh, adjustment, that creation is actually a weaker point of view. Yeah, yeah. It's weaker yeah. than somebody who creates something that says, you know what, do whatever you want to to this. Right. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I got this. Let me ask you something. In, in Levit-
1: Leviticus uh, chapter 25 verses 1 through 5, this is what the scripture read The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land, I'm going to give you, I think this is kind of a metaphor to what mm-hmm. we're talking yeah. about, um, the land that I'm going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, for six years prune your vineyards, and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. To me, that sounds a lot like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. it's it's a time of rejuvenation it's a time where the land kind of does its thing and goes through its natural process of you know taking a rest and healing and and doing what it needs to do to me that this is a perfect narrative for what you're talking about uh, that regeneration time period and if we would honor that we don't today no But if we would honor that, then I think we would see the world in a whole lot different shape.
0: Have you ever looked into the Dust Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for those who are those who are uninformed, there was a period of time called the Dust Bowl in the United States, where they had uh, these huge dust storms and the topsoil just was blown away. Yeah. Um, and part of that was the fact that they weren't doing this. They weren't, they just kept growing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over, year after year after year. And the nutrients that were
1: totally depleted,
0: that were on the earth, yeah. were depleted. There yeah. was no root system, yeah. there was nothing holding the ground down. Yeah. Um, and so we learned. Mm-hmm. But if, but the answer to that is to leave the field to go fallow, or to be unplanted and unused. Every now and again, just let it go. Mm-hmm. I think something they do here in Indiana is they do beans, corn, beans, corn, mm-hmm. beans, corn, because the plants have take the out. opposite effect. Mm-hmm. They take different nutrients yeah. and put back different yeah. nutrients yeah. each yeah. year. Um, I hate to always go back to hunting, but the place that I hunt, it's beans one year or corn the next. On the corn mm-hmm. years, it's it's hard to hunt. you can't hunt that field mm-hmm. easily. And there's somebody out there going, oh, "You can corn is awesome. Walk yeah. through the corn." I, I'm not walking through the corn. Um, anyway, the point is, this thing works a certain way. One of my yeah. favorite things is that, like you, is that the Bible that God told them this is not some ag scientist, right? This is God telling them, Hey, appreciate that you're farming. I get that, but you're gonna have to let that go a little bit. Yeah. Cause if you just keep sucking the nutrients out of it, it's going to be a mess Yep, for you. It's going to be fine, <laughs> but you're not going to be able to get any corn out of that sure. thing. You're not going to be able to get any crops out of that the
1: thing. The harvest that you You're going to have, have
0: to leave it. Your, even your grape vineyard has been growing grapes to feed itself. Mm-hmm. And if you just keep taking them every year, it's not going to... Listen to me. Act like I know what I'm talking about with farming. My point is, is like you're saying, you, you've got to take care of
1: this You've stuff. got to take care of it got to take care
0: of it. you've got to let it go a little bit you've got to let it self-correct because it's built to self-make mm-hmm. and i i think that's
1: one of the things that when we we can read the extra there there are times when i read scripture that i read the extra mm-hmm. um the lord talks about you know tending the garden tending that the, the 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 vine you know um pruning uh is talked about you know he prunes us and and we prune the vines you know um he's talking about tending to things and we need to tend to the earth
0: so many of of jesus talking points are farming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so much of
1: what he's talking about is farming people had a basic idea even if they lived in the town you know they knew about the farming Mm -hmm. Um, and and we've kind of I heard a conversation and I'm not sure if they were being just kind of being a little sarcastic and teasing or not but I heard a conversation um, I'm not even going to talk about the age of the folks but uh, that it was so great To just be able to come to the store and get whatever they wanted, you know, and and one of them said, "Where does all this stuff come from?" (laughs) And and I gotta tell you, as a a sixty-year-old plus guy, I'm like, "What? You have no concept." And then, and I kept walking away, and I thought they they have to be, it has to be in jest that they said that. Um, but there's a part of me that by the tone of their voice is kind of like, I don't, I'm do not i not sure if they really did know, you know. Um, and that's a bit scary mm-hmm. when it comes to, it, it goes back to what you were saying earlier. If we don't have any appreciation for it and it's just there and you have this, you know, short-term concept that um, I'll just... I need something I'll just come to the store next week and I'll Mm -hmm. just come to the store next week well there's a whole backstory that happens for that stuff to get there and if we don't become aware of it then we take it for granted Mm -hmm. and and are we taking are we have we gotten to the point where we take the earth for granted oh yes we have that was kind of a yes uh, you know um, sarcastic question well now
0: so I'm going to use a, a political example to give a reason for to, to give some thought on on why I think we have again, to take the earth okay. for granted. But I'm not, no matter what somebody might try and put on me, I'm not saying that one political side is right and the other is mm-hmm. wrong. I'm just saying that when you look at how our country is divided today, you have. I mean, we're pretty close to 50-50, mm-hmm. progressive versus conservative, mm-hmm. liberal versus conservative. We're pretty much 50-50, to the point where every election is a big argument.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: what what I'm trying to say by saying that is not a political thing. Um, what I'm trying to say by saying that is there the reason is... The majority of those who are progressive or, or liberal are folks who live in the big cities, mm-hmm. and the the majority of the folks who are conservative or libertarian are folks who live in the the rest of the country, the the rural areas, mm-hmm. the, the suburban areas, the the areas where we're not packed so tight, mm-hmm. and 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 they have their reasons for being there. I mean, if you lived in the city, then you would you would have different motivations than mm-hmm. other people have. Whatever. But if you look at a heat map of the United States for where the big cities are and where the folks are who are liberal or progressive, and then you looked at the rest of the country, the vast, vast majority of the country are these folks out in the middles mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, they're at, not to go all country song on you, but they're out in the middle. Um, and since so many of us live in these little tight pockets of cities, the, the, these, these folks don't have any perception of what it took (laughs) the fellas to grow the crops. They don't never even crosses their mind. They go to Costco and they get a bag full of oranges and they get a bag full of onions. And they go home and they Mm -hmm. get potatoes and they get corn and cans and freeze. And and they don't have a perception Mm -hmm. of what that's about. Now, I mean, we can, that's another show, but we can also argue that folks in the middle don't really have any perception of what it's like to be sitting in your house and have your baby girl get shot because people are driving down the road just randomly shooting people. So we all have our understandings of things that the other person can't grasp. Yeah. I mean, there's that, uh, try that in a small town song that's out right now that people are so frustrated about and, um, and it's because they don't have a perception of what it's like to be, okay, try that in a big town. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a perception of what it's like to be in each other's places. Mm-hmm. Um. And but so they're not going to understand the environment yeah. doesn't mean as much to you when what you're walking on every day is sidewalk and the only time you yeah. get off the sidewalk is when you're walking on the floor in a building or you're walking on the asphalt of the, of the driveway mm-hmm. or of the street. It, your perception of things is, is completely different. Yeah. If you never once milked a cow, saw a calf born, let your eggs lay there under mama till they were chicks yeah if you never saw yeah when you think that when you think that deer are cute little animals that that just stand around in your yard and look pretty and then and and that they don't eat
1: all your crops and play with bunnies and
0: and, they don't eat all your crops and and chew down your rose bush you you don't see that yeah (laughs) You just see Bambi on TV then you don't really have a connection with it so it's not uh, it, it I guess we've, we've walked so far away from it yeah so many of us at least half of us in this country walked so far away from any connection with nature I agree it's no wonder that they don't have a, a real <laughs> perception I had a friend of mine I want to
1: share a couple of stories to, to even uh, go further with what you were saying um, a friend of mine brought his nieces when I lived out in the county out to visit. Um, they'd never been outside of town, big town. And they, they saw a grasshopper and it took off. You know, it had wings and mm-hmm. took off. And she named it a hopping butterfly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because to her That's what it, it like. hopped, but it looked like a butterfly. Yeah, and when she saw a thistle plant with its purple flower, uh, um, she asked me what kind of rose that was. Yeah, and I said, well, it's not a rose. And she said, well, it has a flower and it's got thorns. <laughs> she, what kind of rose? And I said, it's it's a Canadian thistle. It's you know, and but her concept and my kids were like that's not a rose that's a weed you know and yeah, yeah. My, but and I, and I, the conversation had to be you know that, that this is just different for you it was cute but it was just different in the same way that i i love towns big towns chicago mm-hmm. oh, yeah. one of my favorite cities um been to Dallas, Fort Worth. Been to New York. Lived in California for a while. Lived in Oakland. Uh, went to San Francisco a lot. Went to LA a lot. I like big cities, but I'll tell you, I, I'm there's things I'm lost about there. You know, I I can remember the first time I was, during the time I was in the service, and I'm walking down the streets of San Francisco, just enjoying the sights, and people are walking toward me, and I'm hi, how are you? And instantly you have turn away and you know, and nobody's wanting to say anything, and I'm thinking what am I doing wrong? What do I you know? Yeah. Well it's just not what you do. There's a difference, you know, in the city. Um, we we're digressing a little bit, but you're right. We have different concepts of things. Um, and but we in each one of those concepts we I don't care which political party you might happen to belong to. There are good things. Here's something that needs to be said. There are good things about each political party. There absolutely are. There are things that need to be um, investigated more with each. And I don't mean investigated so that we can throw somebody in jail. I mean investigated because it's a good idea. Let's look at this a little deeper. Let's see what of this might be able to be applied mm-hmm. in both, uh, in all political parties. Yeah. Well,
0: we just have reached a point where we, we are so invested in being right. Yeah. That we've stopped listening mm-hmm. to the other side yeah. and remembering that they're children of God and mm-hmm. that, that they are people like we are and that whatever that they're we just think that their motivation has to be to prove that we're wrong mm-hmm. not that they think they're right uh, they're, they're just trying to make me wrong I think that happens with some of
1: the radical movements out there they are so it, it even to me becomes less about what the problem is and more about it. I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna make you see how right I am. And if that takes me throwing fake blood on the building so that it mars your building, or, or sitting in the middle of a highway and stopping traffic, and all of the negative effects that that has, It's more about me proving to you how wrong you are than it is actually about the situation that's happening. Uh, And that, to me, that's where it gets scary. That's where um, zealots can happen on either side of this fence that we're on. And when, as you said, we stop listening because we want to prove how right we are and how wrong you are, then we start, that's, things really get screwed up then really get screwed up.
0: Active listening. Yeah. Um, there's a friend of mine uh, Jeremy McLaughlin who said one time, um, what's what's wrong? Why? What is it about caring about our environment and taking care of what we have that that's wrong why are you people upset about this um and Mm -hmm. when i think of that some of the things that i see are you mentioned the windmills Mm -hmm. there are people who are radically against Mm -hmm. those windmills and i'm probably ignorant i don't know there are people who are radically against solar energy Mm -hmm. there are people who are radically against reducing the amount of coal that we use. Um, And I would argue that pretty much each time when I see those things, a a lot of it comes back to a very unchristian thing. And that is, but they're doing it, and if we stop doing it, it's going to hurt our ability to Mm. advance. So they want us to be in this treaty or whatever Mm -hmm. that reduces the amount of emissions that we put out. Um, and those guys over there are putting out umpty bajillion times more emissions Mm -hmm. than we are. So we're going to be hurt by not putting out those emissions or whatever. Mm-hmm. By not strip mining or by whatever the thing happens to be. And while I agree that there does need to be balance, you you, you can't just walk, like i watched a documentary on West Virginia and we spent some time in West Virginia at a mission uh, on a mission trip there a couple times now and you see that those those communities have been devastated by the fact that they depended so much on coal mining Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: now that's reduced so much um and then they're they're just in trouble they're just they're just complete ghost towns yeah while i understand that i'm trying to figure out what's why it why it's wrong for us to want to reduce our emissions why is it wrong how can you? How can it be wrong for you to try and do a good thing because your neighbor's still doing the bad thing? Mm-hmm. Why? Why is it? It's it's, it's like it's like, um, why can't I commit adultery? My neighbor is having sex with every woman in the neighborhood. He's having more sex. He's got to be more satisfied than me. Why is why isn't that okay for me to do? Mm-hmm. Honey, because you belong, yeah, to the Lord God Almighty. Right. Because that is not the way that leads to life. You can't. Uh, Jesus came to flip the paradigm. He's saying, "No, you need to remember who you are."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why can't I do that thing? Because, honey, that's that looks all good and fine on the surface, but it's the way that leads to death. And and I. I started to apologize for going all theological, and I remembered, oh yeah, I'm in a Christian conversation. Um, (laughs) That's precisely the point. The the point is, why do we have to stop burning so much coal? And and I'm going to confess, I may be totally wrong about the, the value of coal burning. It's an example. Why do we have to stop putting out junk in the clouds? Why do we have to sign a treaty with all these other people when they don't have to do as much as we have to do? Because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, they, we have whether a they're responsibility. doing it or not, whether they're doing it or not, mm-hmm. we should do everything in our power to sustain this place that we've been given. If they burn it to the ground, that's them. If he yeah. has sex with every woman in the neighborhood that's on him and and the bill will come due sure yeah i, I think that's a pretty good example yeah. and there's going to be babies that are lost and hurt there's going to be people whose feelings are hurt who thought that they loved him they loved them mm-hmm. and who are going to be crushed by it there's going to be people mad at him chasing him around giving him grief over all the stuff that he, the the havoc that he has caused mm-hmm. it the bill will come due at some point along the line but that, that's not, that doesn't mean you should do it too. Yeah. That doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: I guess what it boils down to is we have an obligation to be responsible with the things that God has given us. And we also have an obligation to use the knowledge that he's given us to find a better way. That, that's just part of who we are. To, We're going to mess it, up
0: when we do yeah, that. Oh, yeah.
1: We're well, going to try something, and it's going to blow up. Well, I think about, um, now help me, I'm, I'm probably going to get the name wrong, Oppenheimer? Yes. Um, and what he was trying to do, and, I mean, what he even said was, I see what... What man has done with this, and I wish I hadn't even have, have found it. You know, yeah. I wish I would never created it. Um, and atomic energy, right? And but it was it was meant to be a good thing. Yeah. So you're
0: right. We're gonna mess up. I think what you're thinking of mean... is yeah. I think what you're thinking of is Einstein coming up with the concept of yeah this atomic. Right weapon, and then Oppenheimer turning it into turning it an into actual yeah. weapon, and then uh, even he who said I have become, even he said I have yeah. become the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, um,
1: that's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah, when I I think about the weight he must have felt saying those things. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to to, to the point, we have it. It's being responsible. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we don't keep trying. We keep trying to find better ways. Yeah. And to take care of this this globe that the Lord has given. To take care of our room.
0: Yeah. There's a um, concept that I found it talks about where the walls are on some of this. Mm-hmm. And it's what we are taking care of and we're taking care of the birds, the bees, the, the flowers and the trees. I'm gonna stop. Um, yeah. the bees and flowers and, and, and trees you, hey. uh, we're taking care of above. We're taking care of the, the animals. <laughs> we're taking care of the animal habit- habitat. We're taking you care You know of, every time we do that, we're showing our age. Yeah, we are. We're taking care of the waters and the land and the soil and all of those things. Because this is what we were given.
1: hmm
0: We're taking care of it. If we get too wrapped up in, we're taking care of it for us. hmm Then we can mess it up because mm-hmm. we don't recognize the depth of the whole thing. We're just supposed yeah. to take care of the whole thing. But there is a place where you have to say, what is the priority? And the priority is the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, our priority needs to be the people, the human beings, the uh, God's children. Right. Um, And I think sometimes we, some folks take their care for the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, the water and the fish, and and they flip it to where we're taking care of that at the expense of the people. At the people. Yep. Um, we were. I mean, Jesus gives us very plainly that we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and all of our soul, and, and but also to love our neighbor as ourselves, to take mm-hmm. care of other people. That's the two commandments, mm-hmm. isn't? And take care of environment. That's like an original. We were given stewardship over it. Take mm-hmm. care of this concept. But when we when we go to a point where we're doing things at the expense of humans, for so that we can take care of the plants and the, the fish, and then, but that's a very very rare occasion, I would think. Mm. When we start driving nails into trees, so that somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah. because they're cutting down a tree. When we yeah. consider we have more trees in this on this continent than we have since when we got here when Mm -hmm. europeans got here there are more trees now than there were when europeans got here Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're talking about a renewable source we in other words we're going to have to use our brains yeah and think about what that balance is right yep yep so absolutely what do you think i i that's what i've got that's what i got how about you yeah all right right. well guys thank you for joining us thank you Hey, um, if you have a thought, if, if we got something terribly wrong, I'm just going to bet if you could just like look into the coal mining thing, I'm probably dead wrong. Um, but we're doing this in the spirit of love. Uh, mm-hmm. And I hope that what you take away from this is God gave us this thing and he put us in yeah, charge of it. Absolutely. And he told us to subdue it. And, uh, and we're supposed to take care of it. Yep. Waking up in the morning worrying about what we're doing with this garden that God gave us is... Uh, a primary motivation Yeah. Uh, and we shouldn't yeah. be ashamed but right. let us know what you think um, if you like hearing more from us just hit that like button hit a follow or subscribe button whichever uh, method that you have and i hope you have a great rest of your day yeah bye-bye